Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Hello there. I'm glad you're here with me today because we're going to talk about the idea of reactivity versus responsiveness in the face of being surprised by change. When things come out of left field that we hadn't taken into consideration and how we can learn to respond instead of potentially react. So let's talk about this. We have professional roles and responsibilities and personal roles and responsibilities. And sometimes professionally, our best laid plans have to be restructured, maybe because of resources like time or team or budget changes, or maybe even priority for your plan has to go down the list. Sometimes that kind of change is thrust upon you. You're surprised after all this work that you've put into this plan that it's not going to be able to be executed on. Think about how you have been in that situation. And what about personally? You've made a plan to go on vacation and you find out that the airlines have canceled flights. And how are you in that crucial moment being faced with this surprise change? Are you reactive? Do you fly off the handle? Do you have an exorbitant amount of emotion come to the surface? Do you scapegoat? You find somebody to blame and really unleash it on them? Like the gate agent at the airport? Not their fault, but I've seen it and I bet you have too. And maybe you have been that person. I may or may not have done that myself a couple of times. Mm, Yes. Or do you give yourself space? before you react. There's a great quote by Viktor Frankl, who was a neurologist and a psychologist, but also a Holocaust survivor. And he is quoted as saying, between stimulus and response is a space. In that space lie our freedom, and power to choose a response. In our response lies our growth and our happiness. 
So let's talk about this for a second. When you're faced with a sudden surprise change, think about the last time that's happened for you. Notice what emotion or physical feeling might even come into your body as you think about that memory. Identify where that feeling is coming from. Is Are you getting tight in your shoulders? Is your breath starting to become more shallow? Are you clenching your fists? Are you grinding your teeth? What kind of physical reaction are you having? Now, with the noticing and identifying, you can put a like a stop sign right there so that you don't go down the path of reactivity. And in that stop sign, you can start counting and take a deep breath. Now, this sounds oversimplified, but honestly, it interrupts the system and you can calm down. And I've talked about this before, box breathing or square breathing. Count for four counts. One, two, three, four. Now hold your breath, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. So you can count your breath. And if you do that two or three times, you have interrupted that cycle of reactivity. It's creating that space that Viktor Frankl spoke about. The stimulus is the change. The counting of your breath is in that space. And that can give you time to consider what a response is to that surprising change rather than the reactivity that initially floods your system. Lots of us have been faced with anger when something that we had planned gets thwarted. That's very normal. How we handle that kind of surprise says a lot about our character, our ethos. When we give ourselves space, then we can move from that angry, impatient, scapegoating, flying off the handle reactivity toward a more measured and considerate response in the face of a surprise change. Now, it's practice that gets you from one place to another. It's not just a one-time decision. You really do need to start noticing yourself in those kinds of situations. 
then identify where is it happening in my body? What's going on? Give yourself that space of breathing. And then you can engage. So really, this is like an acronym of how to be nice. Notice, identify, count, or consider, and then engage. N-I-C-E. We all want to be nice, but sometimes we need to allow space for our authentic emotions within a boundary that's appropriate to the setting. If we're leading other people, we can't just be having temper tantrums. If we're in our family and get disappointed, having a temper tantrum as an adult is very unsightly. So we need to figure out ways to allow space for our emotions to move through and to be able to be present to the people around us without flying off the handle, without scapegoating and and any of those other kind of reactive behaviors. One of the great resources that I have read in recent years comes from Andy Kolber. She is a Christian psychologist and she wrote a book called Try Softer, which was published in uh, January of 2020. My husband and I read that book together during the shutdown of the pandemic. And we came away with some great uh, vocabulary for the times that we were feeling emotionally flooded about something. And that's something that all of us encounter at different times for a variety of reasons, to be flooded. And Andy calls it being outside our window of tolerance. I, I love how she wrote about that and how most of all she helps give language to the experience that we're feeling in our bodies. I love this because it kind of lines up with the Enneagram, the idea that we have a body center of intelligence that we often discount. We think about our mental intelligence, our head intelligence, and we feel our emotions, but we often discount the signals that our body gives us. And here's a quote of Andy's. Our bodies do communicate with us. Even if we feel disconnected, our bodies are holding and witnessing the experiences of our lives. And if we can learn to listen, if we can learn to speak the language of our bodies, we can unlock a whole new understanding of how we move through the world. So this is key for us as leaders as we learn to lead ourselves well and then lead others well. To learn the language that your body is expressing. So back to this idea of nice. Notice, identify, count, and engage. That counting is that uh, space that Viktor Frankl mentioned. I'll put in the show notes a link to Andy Kolber's work. So if you're interested in reading her book, Try Softer, 
then you'll know how to find it. But you have space. The question is, will you take it? So that when you are surprised by change, you're not reacting to it, but you're able to respond to it in a way that is helpful to not only yourself, but to the people that you lead. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for choosing to share your time with me today. If you found value in what you heard today, please take a moment to share this episode with a woman you know who is on her own journey of transformation. We all need encouragement along the way. If I can be of any help in connecting you to resources, or if you have other questions about your journey of transformation, please reach out. My email address is lisa at lisalewiscoaching.com. Lewis is spelled L-E-W-I-S. We can also keep in touch through my monthly newsletter, which is about this podcast and other things that I am doing, other creative projects and ways that I want to encourage you, my listener. You can sign up for that monthly newsletter at letgoleaninpodcast.com. Thank you again for taking the time to listen and for sharing it with those you know who will benefit from it. See you next time. Thank you.